Welcome to Gardy Lou. This week on the podcast, we're talking about holiday foods. And uh, I gotta tell you, there's way more jello and tuna than I expected. You wouldn't think tuna would be a holiday food. But. <laughs> no, but apparently, for at least some part of time, it was pretty popular. <laughs> I found some magazines like Good Housekeeping with some of these recipes. <laughs> you know, it's kind of shocking how much jello is used. I don't know. Can you hear? <laughs> we were talking about the little pitter-patter of dog feet. And why does she, uh, the second we start, she gets up off the couch and walks around? <laughs> I don't know. It's like a cue. They know. They're like, it's time to interact with our audience. Now she's drinking. <laughs> Maybe you won't be able well, to hear we'll, it. We'll find out if these, these microphones really work. <laughs> yeah, well, I know they do pick up the barking, but... Yeah. So anyway... Back to holiday food. Do you do you want to tell us some stuff that you found first? Okay, I didn't do too many weird ones because I was I misunderstood what we were gonna do, and then I thought, well, it makes more sense. We're supposed to be telling you things you don't know. Wait, wait. I don't think <laughs> you, you might not know misunderstood anything. I just went in that direction because. That's well, what I'm interested in. It makes more sense because, you know, I looked at all the, like, American foods and stuff, and our traditional foods, holiday foods we eat are pretty boring and pretty much the same. Yeah, like for every holiday? Know, pretty much, like turkey. Okay, we have turkey for Thanksgiving, turkey for Christmas, turkey for Easter. Now, see, I thought turkey for Christmas was weird because I don't think we ever had that. So I was kind of surprised when I found out that people have turkey for Christmas a lot. Well, after you eat turkey for three weeks after Thanksgiving, know, you only like, got a why would week you, break. Yeah, why would you start up again? That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we just had too big of turkeys for the size of us. Yeah, I guess some people just really love turkey, too. But yeah, it's pretty tame compared to some... Well, you know, I guess people in other countries might look at what we have as weird, too. Yeah. You know, but compared to some of the stuff I found during my research, our our foods are pretty bland. They are. They're boring compared yeah. to some of the other ones. I mean, delicious, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still yeah. want to eat them, but well, yeah. Yeah, but just run of the mill yeah. because we're used to it, I guess. Right. So anyway, I, I, I was thinking one of the things that came to mind were peeps. <laughs> oh, peeps? Yeah, because I was thinking, I don't know why I just started thinking about peeps. Because they started off, at least when I was a kid, you had Easter peeps, you know, and they were the little chickens, and then they went to the bunnies. and Oh, so they and, didn't even have bunnies right away. Just I don't chickens. think so. I don't remember the bunnies. I just remember the, the chickens. Yeah, I don't, I, I remember the bunnies, but then I'm not sure if it's just getting mixed up with memories with my kids, too, because there's just been bunnies for a long time. Yeah, and they, they, um, now there's... Halloween bunny, uh, not bunnies, but you know, ghosts. I think oh, ghosts, yeah, ghosts and, and, and maybe I don't witches. Know what else. I don't know what I don't they think have. I've cats, seen. black cats. I, I don't know. I, don't know. I, I know they have Halloween peeps and then they have Christmas peeps. Do you like peeps? Valentine peeps. 
Uh, <laughs> do you want to eat do them? I like them. Not yeah. really. <laughs> I don't really either. But we did roast them once, and they weren't too bad. Yeah, they they have a bunch of dis- different recipes on their site, and I I never even thought about it. But they put them in in hot cocoa. Oh yeah, that would be cute. I'd, yeah, and I never even would actually to be me. more edible. Well, then they get kind of dried out and hard, so I don't know. Like my kids love them though. I liked them when they got dried out and hard more than I liked them fresh. Yeah, I feel like people who like peeps have a very specific way to eat peeps. Like, they either like them right away when they're soft, or they want them to get hard and... Crunchy. Crunchy-like, yeah. Yeah. I could eat them like that. Well, I can't anymore anyway, but I Well, yeah, you shouldn't be eating them, but yeah. (laughs) But I thought it was interesting because they're they're made by Just Born Incorporated, which is a family-owned business, which... I never, you know, I never read the boxes on <laughs> who makes things. Right, I don't either. Jim does. He's really big on that. Like he knows what country they come from, everything. Yeah. I don't I don't have time for that kind of stuff. No. <laughs> it's hard enough just reading the ingredients sometimes. But they've been around since 1923 is when they started the company and they don't make that many different kind of candies. But they do make 500 Five and a half million peeps a day. A day? When they're making them, yeah. Wow. They figure they sell about more than two billion a year. I just keep picturing like the little factory and the people are working in there and they go home at night and complain because they smell like peeps all the time. <laughs> you could smell a lot worse. <laughs> right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> we work at a fish factory. We must get or... <laughs> so tired of smelling sweet, that sweet. That sweet sugar smell, yeah. They probably never eat them. Yeah, I'm sure they like don't. That. They said in one year that the amount that they sell in one year can go around the earth two and a half times. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Talk about sugar addiction. <laughs> a worldwide sugar addiction. I, yeah, I thought it was amazing. But anyway, then I, then I, after. Did you say how long it takes to make them? Because I know you were oh, talking about that. Yeah, they said, well, they, when they first, they bought out a company that made them. The peeps. Yeah. And they used to make them by hand, and it would take them 24 hours from the peep, like for the peep from the start of a, of them until they reached level to, you know, all packaged and everything. Okay, so completely ready to be sold. Yeah, and now it takes six minutes, six seconds, six seconds, six minutes from the time it, oh, wow. it, it comes out of the machine, the marshmallow comes out and, and onto the, the conveyor belt till it gets put into the box wow i guess that's why they can make so many yeah they make a lot fast yeah i guess because (laughs) they sell so many everybody yeah i mean they you get like what five or six in a box or something like that yeah and they they do there's a lot of recipes out there that i mean there's cakes they make a lot of pretty little cakes with oh yeah the cute little peeps yeah You That'd know, be fun. The bunnies and stuff. And now they have all these different Christmas trees. and Need some Hello Kitty like peeps. That. That'll make my uh, daughter's birthday cake a lot easier to make. Well, Just we putting that out there. <laughs> yeah, well, they have suggestions. You know, they, they're open to suggestions, yeah, they say. Need some cat peeps. <laughs> so anyway, I kind of didn't go too much down the unusual uh, tangent. I kind of, but then this morning I crammed a little bit and I thought, well, I should get a few unusual things. And I did some products that that have been out on the market recently or uh, like they have 
different kind of flavors, candy cane flavors. Oh, I remember reading about that. And and I, I thought it was strange. Of course, you know, old school, when you grow it up, you think everything's the same. I, or I did. I don't know. Just peppermint. Peppermint, yeah. yeah. And then they came out with a different mint. And I thought, who, who wants that? Yeah, like spearmint or like chocolate spearmint. Or, I remember because they would yeah. have different colored stripes. Yeah, and berry flavors and just different things like that. But now... Um, Archie McPhee, I guess is the name of the company. They have some crazy flavors. Ketchup flavored. Yeah, who wants ketchup (laughs) flavored? Kale flavored. (laughs) Pizza flavored. Um, Mac and cheese. I saw sardine. Sardine flavor. Did you see that? No. No, I after a little bit, I I just thought, no, they just have a bunch of crazy flavors. And shiitake mushroom. Oh no, that's interesting. <laughs> and kale, kale. I saw kale and ham. They call oh, ham ham yeah. handy. Handy. I saw that one too. Empty <laughs> candy. Empty candy. That sounds so gross. I wonder if it's like a sweet ham. I almost wanted to buy some so we Just could to try see what it. it's yeah. like. Well, some of these they still sell on like Amazon and, and yeah. different places. I don't know if all the, you know, the flavors are that popular. <laughs> well, I wouldn't think some of them, and they might not sell all of them at once. I guess they might have some that come out every year or something, like a new flavor. And then Jones Soda, they have a few different flavors for, uh, you know, holiday meals. Yeah. They got a turkey and gravy. <laughs> soda? Soda. And a, a green bean casserole soda. Oh, no. I mean, I'm, I like green bean casserole okay. It's not my favorite, but I can't imagine a soda flavored. Oh, kind of like green bean casserole soda with your green bean casserole. Oh, no. <laughs> and um, Brock's Candy Corn, they have a... a a, a mixed bag of turkey um turkey dinner <laughs> turkey dinner yeah it has like i've a, heard of that but one that uh, tastes like kind of like remember the how the jelly bellies you know they, yeah. they have different flavors sometimes weird ones those that, harry potter beans or whatever too were kind of like booger flavor and vomit vomit yeah and it it is like vomit <laughs> i you tried, tried one you got that one on accident <laughs> Yeah. I don't think you'd willingly pick it, so. No. <laughs> That's so gross. You know, cranberry might be nice. <laughs> yeah, cranberry I could handle. But a green bean casserole, I don't think so. Then there's true moo green mint vanilla milk. So the milk is green. I could, I would try it. I don't know if I'd like it, but I'd try it. I like mint ice cream, so. Yeah. And milk. I don't know. But I would think that would be more for, like cool for St. Patrick's Day. Well, they probably use the same recipe. <laughs> yeah, I would think they would. <laughs> Just change the label. And then I have a trolley sour bright reindeer, rain, reindeer poop. Oh, yeah. I saw those in the store. I was thinking about getting some for the kids. Yeah. I thought they would find it funny. They're like they're supposed to be sour or something, right? Like sour yeah, candy? it's sour. Yeah. The sour bright candy trolley usually is pretty sour. They're like gummies, little you know sour gummies. Yeah, I've got a couple of weird foods that people have made too, like um, white chocolate peppermint Pringles. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to imagine what that would if I would like that. Would it taste good? Would it, you know, the, all those flavors to get the salt? 
I'm not sure, though, about the peppermint part. It might be better than a ketchup candy cane. I don't know. I mean, if those are the choices, yeah, for sure. And then I saw mint chocolate Twinkies. Now, see, that might be good. Yeah. It's, a, I mean, it's mint like onion, it, Twinkies. Is the cake mint green or is it just know. mint frosting inside? I didn't see inside? a picture of it. I think the cake is green. I feel like it was, but maybe not. Um, Pepperidge Farms has hot cocoa goldfish or have had it. I don't know if they still do. That's interesting, it, right? Yeah. Like as a cracker, but it's maybe as a cocoa flavor like a, with a little more salt. like a cookie or a little yeah, like those little bear probably, cookies. Yeah, maybe. they're probably not too bad. It just sounds weird because you're like goldfish or cheese, cheese flavored, you yeah. know? You can do, you can change the cheese flavor to, you know, Parmesan or, or cheddar. Yeah, but, but it's supposed to be cheese. cheese yeah. And then even then I still like the original the best. Like I've had pretzel ones and some of the other flavors. Even the extra cheese one I don't like as much yeah. as just the regular. regular one. Yeah. Um, Heinz Christmas dinner soup. So it's like Christmas dinner, but in a soup and you just open the can and. So it has everything in it. <laughs> everything and i've seen two like i don't know where i have it in here but there's like you can get a christmas dinner in a can and it's like layered jim showed me a turkey one a thanksgiving one but it's literally like one layer was like brussels sprouts and broccoli or, or stuffing or something and then there's like ham and then and then like at the end you get dessert and when they you take it out of the can all in one <laughs> all in one like chunk, you can see the stripes of everything. The layers of yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no, no, no. Um Pickering's Brussels sprout sprouts flavored gin, which sounds disgusting. Oh. But maybe not. I don't know, like you put stuff in you know, like martinis, you put olives. <laughs> maybe with the gin you just have Brussels sprout sprouts flavor already. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, yeah, who needs gin? Hey, Brussels sprout martini, there you go. <laughs> yeah, like, no thanks. Um, stuffing flavored mayo. Oh. And then uh, the last one I think I have, at least on this section, I might run into some things later that I <laughs> got out of order, but Wensleydale chocolate orange cheese. Chocolate orange is good. But with the cheese. Cheese is a little... What is it? Is it, is it like a block it's a of cheese? cheese like, I think. Look like, yeah, it's like, like cheese a cheese with loaf. I don't know. Chocolate, like chocolate and orange. Chocolate and orange flavoring. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think I could yeah, not, go for that. I don't that. think it'd be my favorite either, but I mean... I'll pretty much try anything like once and see how it goes, but I kind of figure if it's not mainstream, there's a reason for more than a, a year. <laughs> yeah, then it's probably not very good. I mean, yeah. like Peeps came out with all these different, you know, they have different flavors and, and yeah. things, and you see them every year. So I assume those new flavors that I haven't tried are probably pretty good. Well, the Peeps, but, I mean, yeah. yeah, but any of these like ketchup candy cane i have not seen any ketchup candy cane i mean you don't even really like ketchup that much either though no so, i'm not one that no I'm, i guess like if you have a kid who's really into ketchup puts yeah. ketchup on everything um, they might enjoy it i don't yeah. know i guess the novelty part too it's just kind of funny to give somebody yeah. well because there are sites that kind of specialize in this kind of kind of thing yeah it makes it more interesting um yeah oh 
I also, uh, speaking of the candy canes, did you mention the mac and cheese one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. Okay. Yeah. One that tastes like mac and cheese. Yeah. That's weird to me, too. Yeah. Though, I don't know. I guess probably shouldn't knock it till we try it, but some of these it would be very hard for me to try. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably try. I don't know. I'm pretty adventurous. I'll try stuff once. Well, I did eat a vomit-flavored jelly bean. <laughs> I know. But that might be why you're not willing to try things so easily now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, why? Why? Yeah. Why did I have to get the vomit? Why did they come up with this? And you know that there was people taste testing like, nope, this doesn't really taste quite like vomit yet, but you're close, you know? <laughs> I don't think I'd want that job. No, not that. Not taste testing there. No. Maybe at some other play ice cream I could taste test. Not if it's They never have flavored. like a job opening for any of those though, like come taste test our chocolate or, you know. Oh, well, you probably have to get it on the ground floor. Yeah, you, know, you got to know floor somebody. sweeper first before <laughs> floor you move sweeper. up. Floor <laughs> <laughs> you know, you I did up. have broccoli flavored ice cream. I've tasted that and it wasn't that bad. Yeah, and they have the garlic flavored ice cream yeah. and I don't know. Green tea's pretty, ice cream's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So oh. I like that. Yeah. Hmm. But not Brussels sprouts, I don't think so. Yeah, that one's kind of hard to wrap my mind around. All right, what else you got? Okay, for some odd ones, I have some that have a few that have some unusual names. Like um, in the United Kingdom, they have Eaton Mess. Eaton Mess? Eaton Mess. Eaton would be this, the college or the university. Oh, okay. And it. It's mess, and it say it, they say it does look like a mess, but it's berries, meringue, and cream. Oh, that sounds good. And it it, it looks like a mess, but it tastes yeah, tastes that sounds good. It sounds good. And spotted dick, that's uh, <laughs> oh, that's a good name. <laughs> that's a steam pudding. Kind of looks like a fruit cake, but moister. Yeah, well, because yeah. steamed, yeah, it makes it a little bit more moister. Yeah. It's almost like a cross between a cake and a pudding. And then they put custard sauce over it. Oh, that sounds pretty good. I actually like fruitcake, so I'm not. I'm like one yeah. of the rare people that. I mean, not like not the store brand cheap stuff, but like a really good a fruit real cake. Fruitcake. Yeah. And I, I think mind. that's what's given it a bad name. People don't like that. Yeah. Because I've I like it too. Yeah. And mo- almost everybody I know will like it. You know, they kind of yeah, like it. Yeah, if it's it. a good one. Yeah. A real one. Yeah, a real one. Not that weird <laughs> cellophane-wrapped chunk of something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Plus, you're supposed to soak it in rum or something for a while before you serve it and all that. Yeah, I don't think I've had any that have been like that, though. Yeah, me either. Because I know Mom used to make fruit cake, but it was really, it was a cake with fruit in it. That's, you know, it had um, cherries and and. I don't know what other kind of yeah, raisins it's just a and really currants a and fruit cake. Yeah. Yeah. Cake with fruit. Yeah. yeah. But it didn't it wasn't soaked. It was like a banana bread almost, but yeah. with different fruits in it. That sounds good. Yeah, it was good. Then we have uh, this one is uh it's not the name that's so unusual cuz it's it, it, it's from Norway. It's uh Samala Have Hav. I didn't look up how to pronounce that one. But it's a smoked and dried lamb's head. Oh boy! <laughs> and the uh, whole head, the head, yeah. yeah. And I guess after you know they dry it, come the holiday they boil it. 
I don't know, but they serve it and they say it's, it's, they eat it from like the nose back. So they eat the, the, uh, the eyes and, and yeah, eat back towards the back of the head and they're for a special treat. So they don't eat the mouth. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Like well, above they, the nose and then back? Well, they just eat certain, you know, they eat certain parts. They eat it in order, but it, oh. it's like the eyes and there was something else and I didn't write it down because I thought I would remember. <laughs> well, I saw like the sheep's head, um, when I was looking for stuff in, I saw a picture of the sheep's head for sale in the grocery store, and it was literally just the whole head and the yeah. eyes, and it was scary. Everything. It made me scared. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, I don't want to look at their eyes. It's so scary. Yeah. I'm terrible about that stuff, but but they eat the eyeball. So they, okay, so. But they eat it in some they, kind of order. That's first because it's more of a delicacy. So they it. must share, like everybody gets a piece of the eyeball? Or? What I saw was a drawing of a half. A, it was like it was cut down the middle. Okay. So one, you know, you have one, one half a head, a side of a head. Yeah. Um, and it, they said that for a special delicacy, special treat, they would serve the brains in the head. Oh, so I guess they took the brains out and did something separate with yeah. it. I don't, I don't know. I didn't get into the recipe. I was just kind of like, ew. <laughs> I know, but you know, like we were saying earlier, it's everybody has their ew. I guess you know, well, for them it's delicious and it's special delicacy, and maybe well, it is delicious. This time of year, we would get in um, the grocery store because we live in New Mexico. I mean, the the Mexicans would would eat they eat everything yeah they eat the tongue the, the tongue brains. brains yeah but they'd get a whole head in a pig's head with the eyeballs and everything yeah yeah the pig's head is and like it, a big thing too for different cultures where yeah. they cook the head <clears throat> the whole tongue we get that in but it's usually around the holidays they would come in so it must be something that's reserved for yeah special occasions so i think they say the tamale meat the better best tamale meat comes from the head oh i've heard i don't know if it's true or not i'm because assuming i don't know that it much takes but. more effort to cook it or something that's what makes it like a special just like we don't want to cook a turkey every day it's too much work yeah so it's the, something you do on a special day so maybe cooking the whole head is time consuming or you have to watch it like, you know, we got to cook the brains and the eyeballs. I don't know. It's like, seems like two different types of meat that you're trying to cook and at the could same be. time. They like, could, I, don't know. I don't know how they cook yeah. it. But I do, I admire cultures where they do eat the whole animal. Yeah, nothing's wasted. Nothing's wasted. Right. And then Me- Mexico, they, they eat the whole thing. I mean, they eat. Well, I think in a lot of other yeah. cultures from ours, because we're so squeamish about everything. Yeah. And I admit freely, I am too. <laughs> well, it was hard when that head came through the register <laughs> yeah you're just staring down at it's the like, what is this pig staring Ooh, back I don't at touch you it. Oh, no. okay <laughs> and then in south africa they have mojave worms oh yeah i have that down too yeah. they fry them it's a caterpillar of the emperor moth and i guess they harvest it around this time of year and they can't you know they have to eat any kind of protein they get, but they say it's become a delicacy, and they have it. Yeah, they love for it for Christmas, and they said it tastes like tea. Like tea. <laughs> Some people think it oh, tastes like that's tea. That's interesting. Yeah, when we were in South Africa, there was a guy telling us about how good they were. 
because we were like skeptical. I didn't try. I didn't get a chance to try them. I didn't go anywhere where they served them or anything. But he just was raving about how delicious they were. They're like a because I've seen different you know types of they eat the worms, but the, they're like grubs almost like yeah. fat. I think there's different types of worms too yeah. that they eat, but or grubs. Yeah, the I saw a dish full of the caterpillars, and they look like caterpillars. I mean, they looked kind of fuzzy. Yeah. That was the part I was thinking. I don't know if I could get past that fuzzy part. Yeah, these were look like the grubs, like you dig in the dirt and you yeah. get the grub, but it they were big and fat and yeah. white. They fry them, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because he was talking about how they're like crunchy and and super good. delicious. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I don't. I could eat something like that, or I could eat the. You know, they do grasshoppers and different bugs. I could eat them. Before you want to catch up candy cane. <laughs> or, well, no, or before I could eat an eyeball. The eyeball, or, or, yeah. Yeah. I I couldn't do that. Yeah. It'd be hard for me, too, I think. Yeah. I've eaten crickets and some other stuff. I've yeah. Had. Well, chocolate-covered ants and things like that. They yeah. actually taste good. <laughs> yeah. And then I have one more that might be a little odd for us. It's... uh. And I didn't look up this how to spell this, but pronounce this. Selidiadka pod shube. Okay. <laughs> but it's, it's a, um, they call it herring under a fur coat. Oh. And it's diced pickle herring, with, and they put it in layers of, like, diced potatoes and carrots and beetroot and onions, and then they coat it with a mayonnaise in it. Kind of looks like a fur coat. I think that's where it comes from. <laughs> looks like it's covered in a in a fur coat. How funny! Yeah, but that's you know, every every place has a different tradition. Yeah, and you're trying to decorate. I noticed a lot of the foods I found were kind of odd combinations, but mostly because they were trying to decorate it to look festive. You know, like you might not put these two foods together, but it holds this tree shape so that's what we're gonna do or you know yeah we need something red stuck on here so it looks like ornaments you want me to stop i'm gonna turn my page oh (laughs) is that okay okay just turn the page um yeah i i went down the the route of mostly of uh just different things other than turkey for for the holiday meals and i came across this site it's on it's uh on Delish, if anyone's familiar with that, Delish.com, the most iconic dish in every state. And they have some really good sounding recipes in there if anybody's looking for something different. Oh, yeah, you want to change year. up your menu? But there were a few things that I thought was interesting. They said Alabama, they, they're really into crescent rolls. Oh, And they make nice. the wreath, like you were talking oh, about yeah. the wreath. And they stuff it with things. They had one that sounded good. Um, and they have a, a recipe for each state that they've done. And it's it's uh, stuffed with bacon and brie. Ooh, yeah. I'm all over that. That's oh. Alabama? Alabama, yeah. Definitely want to visit Alabama <laughs> for some of those. And Arizona, their, their thing is flan. Oh, or yeah. Or flan. Did flan. they say flan? Um, I like flan. If any of you aren't familiar with that, that's like... As a rule, it's it's a custard with a caramel uh, 
it's it's not it's it looks like it's drizzled drizzled on top but it's not because you make it in a in in your dish and you and you the caramel's on the bottom you flip it over oh yeah so it's melted and then it drizzles all over but they have one for a chocolate um it has a chocolate cake on the bottom and then the flan on the top and then the caramel and it looks really good that sounds that's arizona um let me see what they were i'm not going to go through all of them because they are some of them are pretty you know like georgia has the green bean casserole they pretty much everybody yeah so it's just not that interesting (laughs) sorry georgia (laughs) it's like hawaii they do a kalua kalua pig which oh, is where they roast the whole pig. Pig underground. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good. I've had roast pig. I remember yeah. that when I was a kid that we went to a couple some of pig friends roasts. or something. Yeah. And they did it underground. Yeah. And it, it was a lot of work. Yeah. So they stayed up all night. Of course, yeah. they stayed up drinking. So. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> they probably didn't enjoy it as much as we did. <laughs> yeah. The next day they were all hungover. Um, tired. Let's see. What else was that? Might be. Of course, Kentucky. They their thing was bread pudding with oh, a yeah. little Kentucky bourbon in it. Oh, <laughs> I like bread pudding too. Yeah, I used to have a really good recipe for bread pudding that I can't find. It, it's funny how we make things. Yeah, we often, made it often, and then all of a sudden we don't make them anymore, and then we, we don't think even, about it. Yeah, I don't even think about them for a couple of years, and then it's like, well, how did I make that? Why Where's did I stop recipe? making it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Louisiana's gumbo. And they usually have oh, yeah, it I like gumbo too. shrimp or sausage. We used and to do gumbo and for Christmas, but without the okra. Yeah. You don't like okra. Which really wasn't gumbo because <laughs> gumbo means okra. Is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. What else we got? You know, Maryland has crab cakes. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, a lot of the th- things, whatever you, you produce in that state is what, every, you know. That's their big thing. Their local produce, yeah. Um. There was another one I thought was kind of, if I can find it. Of course, here in New Mexico, tamales are a big thing. Oh, yeah. Tamales are huge. You know, there's that joke about the tamales. So they always have something to open on Christmas. Oh, the tamale? Yeah. 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 And I'm not a big fan of tamales. I live here, but I don't. I like them, but they have to be made well. So you get some that are just there's nothing in them. Yeah, <laughs> Not, it, it, a lot of sauce, those. yeah, hot sauce, and sometimes they overcompensate. It's really hot, so yeah, there's but not enough something in the middle. I've never had the sweet ones. People talk about there's a sweet tamale you can make, but I've never had one. Yeah, I saw them do that on on a cooking show one time. I think it had like apples and raisins and yeah. A lot of people say they're they don't like them. You know, people I know that live you know are from here or whatever because well, i don't think it's a tr- necessarily a traditional yeah it might not be food like a tamale is somebody just well it's still a tamale it's just a sweet one yeah yeah um ohio has buckeyes that's that peanut butter ball that's dipped oh in chocolate. yeah i made those last year i love those yeah i'm not making them this year because <laughs> i love them too much um let's see Texas is deep fried turkey. The deep frying of the turkey is kind of dangerous, I think. I wouldn't want anyone around here doing it because. Oh, people do it around here well, all the time. Yeah, I mean, in our house. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> We'd be in We'd trouble. We'd be in trouble. Somebody yeah. would get hurt. Guaranteed. Um, 
Virginia has a peanut butter pie in this recipe here that had peanut butter banana pie. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, and I wanted to check that out. Washington, their thing is mulled wine. Yeah, mulled wine. I always thought, I never had any. I thought that would be yeah, would taste I, good. We usually just do apple juice or something, but I'd like to try that. I would too. In West Virginia, is hot buttered rum. I'd like to try that. And I think mulled wine is basically wassail. You ever yeah, hear like they're wassailing? Like I didn't know what that was when I was a kid. Yeah. And no. it, I, I found out about that with when I was looking at um, pagan stuff, pagan, you know, winter solstice recipes or whatever. And I yeah. was kind of, you know, I learned something new. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's about it. But those, that site was. Um, Delish.com, the most iconic dish in every state. But it looks like Vermont has pancakes. Vermont. Yeah, but they they said pancakes. That's, I guess, maybe Christmas morning. Maybe they do them up a little different. Oh, like fancy breakfast pancakes? Yeah, but this one had, the recipe they had was a maple syrup blondie. Oh. It was a bar. That sounds good. Yeah. So it's their take on on the pancake. Yeah, thing. but it's like more cookie-ish. Yeah, yeah. And then one more I see on there that I'm curious about is West Virginia hot buttered rum. Yeah, that's the one I thought I I'd like. I've always you, you, I've <laughs> I've heard about it, but I've never had it. A lot of historical novels yeah. and books they order, you know, hot buttered hot rum. buttered rum, and I think. I don't know if it's just butter in there with right. the rum and they heat it up or We'll have to what they do. try and make one or read about it. Yeah. Get a recipe. Um, yeah. Chris, what is that drink they have in Harry Potter? It's like butter beer. Butter beer, yeah. Yeah. So apparently butter and alcohol go, <laughs> go together in some way. Well, in my experience a lot of times it sounds way better than it tastes oh really well just like a <laughs> hot toddy i've always wanted to try a hot toddy because yeah. i've read about those in books or something too yeah. but i've never had one yeah to warm you up yeah or people drink them when they're sick i don't know how that helps but i think it just puts them to sleep <laughs> knocks you out yeah. yeah to go to sleep so that was pretty that's what I have. I don't have a whole lot of, you know, a lot of states have pumpkin pie. Oh, in New Jersey, they have a, um, it's called Saipino. Saipino? No, Chapino. Oh, Chapino? Chapino. I forget how they do, they pronounce the, the C, but it's a, a fish, a seven fish stew made with tomatoes and wine, but it's a, it's oh. an, it's an Italian Based on I was going to say, yeah, because in Italy on Christmas Eve, they have a tradition or something with, it's like seven seafoods or something. Yeah, that's what they, they that's call it. That's based on it? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. That sounds really good. I love fish stew. And it's not just, you know, it's different seafoods in there yeah. too. I think I would like that too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but you got to live by a coast really to enjoy that too often yeah we don't get too much of that here that's pretty cool though yeah so but those are you know i don't i I don't have too many oddities i have a few like traditional um like hanukkah and 
things like that that I kind of was more of a learning experience for me. Not not that their f- the food was really odd, but more of that I didn't know. Yeah, you much just don't about know that. about it. I have yeah. a friend on Facebook that cooks. Well, she has, especially the last couple of years with the pandemic, she's cooked a lot of um, of food for Hanukkah, and she um, posts pictures of it on her facebook page and it just all looks so delicious <laughs> all the different foods that she makes yeah just look you know the lackey lackey am i saying that right no latkes latkes latkes, latkes yeah i'm a lackey is like <laughs> something totally different <laughs> yeah but yeah they just look delicious and um yeah yeah well i didn't i you know i'm not that religious and I'm not don't know that much about different other religions so I thought I better look up exactly what does Hanukkah (laughs) represent I know what Christmas is yeah what is it all about what is it I kind of felt like that with um Kwanzaa but then it really wasn't a religious I thought it was part of a religious thing but it's It's not secular yeah Yeah. it's kind of interesting but anyway you were talking about Hanukkah (laughs) okay well Hanukkah the um well, they have the menorah, and that represents the oil burning for seven days instead of, um, bur- you know, the, the oil running out in one day. It burned for seven days. And um, that's the food is based, it's a lot of fried food. Ah, I can't talk today, so excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the food, is, it, it's, a lot of it is cooked in oil because it's representing the oil lasting oh neat that's why the latkes are and that's a potato cake it's like um shredded potato and i don't know what else they put in there and it's fried and and they serve it with applesauce or sour cream and in my case i'd probably put applesauce and sour cream (laughs) i probably would too but i guess like one would be more could be more savory and the other one more sweet depending on yeah how they did it um they jelly donuts are big that's a big yeah i saw food. some pictures of those and they look so cool oh, they look good yeah and they make them yeah i was i was thinking like i need to get someone to teach me how to make some of these <laughs> yeah well they probably taste amazing and i probably shouldn't even think about that. well my <laughs> friend used used her um air fryer a lot too last year because she got a new one I guess or got one but because she was posting a lot about that which made me want to get an air fryer I didn't though but (laughs) not yet at least I think I think you can take a lot of these recipes and convert them to the air fryer I think that's what she was doing kind of you know experimenting a bit um and they and and at at, for Hanukkah (laughs) they have um chocolate gelt which is means mm, coins yeah so the kids get a lot of of the so coins. they can play the dreidel game yeah. yeah and then rosh hashanah which is the new year and for the sukkot sukkot i'm butchering these names and i apologize the harvest festival they have um kibbit yat keen which is a fried pumpkin patty Ooh, that sounds good that sounds good yeah I thought that would be. We should find a recipe and try it. And then Kwanzaa, I I had no idea what Kwanzaa. I, 
the only thing I've ever known about Kwanzaa was I would see things in the store, you know, in the Kwanzaa colors, which is uh, black, red, and green. And black is for the people, for black people. Yeah. Red represents, is for their struggle that they've had. And green is for the future, hope for the future. And, but it was created in 1966 by Mulano Karenga. He's a black nationalist, and he, he did it after the Watts Rebellion. Watts, Watts Rebellion happened in, in um, 1965. And, and, and I don't mean to be given a history lesson, but I, I didn't know any of this. Yeah. And they had a, um, a riot. It, the rioting lasted for six days, and uh, 3,500 people were arrested. Woo! 34 people were killed. That's awful. 1,000 people were injured, and it was $40 million in property damage. Wow. And it all started because uh, the cops pulled over a man for reckless driving, so they said, and... It just escalated from there, and I saw, did see some footage of different things that were going on, and you know the the cops were pretty rough on these people. Yeah, and it. I mean, there's a reason they were that worked up or upset. Well, they're in a the neighborhood was very poor. Um, unemployment was high. People were frustrated. It's just like it, yeah, under a lot of pressure, like things that happen now, you oh, know. Oh yeah, and and these people are targeted. So you know, I can't blame them. So anyway, he he decided to create this holiday. Um, it's not a religious holiday. It's a secular holiday, and it runs from December twenty sixth to January first, and it's to um, celebrate their African heritage, to represent unity, creativity, and faith. Um, And then they have, in Swahili, meaning the first fruit is, well, I have it written down like that. I don't know where it's going with it. But it's a harvest festival. They're basing it on the harvest festival, festival. Yeah. And they light seven candles also, which has nothing to do with Hanukkah. It's just, it represents the seven days, you know, from the beginning to the end, I think, of the, the, the uh, riot. The rioting, yeah. wow. And it, it's for, it represents unity, and they and, and people get together, and, and of course, you know, they eat and, uh, you know, break, have them break their fast together, have their meal together. They, um... They don't have any specific food. It can be some African-based foods, uh, uh, southern um, uh, soul food. They eat a lot of catfish. You know. Yeah, I read that they do like some one-pot stew kind of things. Chicken, jerk chicken, curry dishes, gumbo, and yeah. Hop and John. <laughs> Hop and John. So they yeah. cover their New Year's um, yeah. good luck in there too. Yeah, because I think the last day is the uh, New Year's Day is the the big feast where they eat a yeah. lot. But, I got I got some information on that too. That um, the fruits they have usually have some symbolic foods, but I think this is going back more towards the African um, cultural part. 
but fr- the fruits and vegetables are symbolizing the harvest or the bounty of the harvest. Yeah, the um, first fruit harvest festival. Yeah, and they usually have things like okra, yam, squash, sweet potatoes, and bananas. And then they have um, mohindi. I think it's pronounced mohindi. Ears of corn that represent each child still remaining at home. Yeah. And then they have a communal chalice, which I'm not going to try to pronounce because I don't think I'll do any justice there. But and um, and gifts. And then, of course, the the um, canara, which is the like the, the menorah, but it's canara with the candles. So I thought that was interesting. Yeah. And then I read, too, that the most important thing about the meal isn't necessarily the food, but that it's shared because it's a community-focused yeah. holiday. To unite, holiday. Yeah. Yes. Which I think is really cool. Yeah. So that one hasn't been around for for that long. No, I think it 1966 came... I didn't really it. hear about it until I was probably in my early 20s or late teens, yeah. really. Yeah. Which would have been in, like, the... Well... 80s it took a while for the for Late the nine, early 90s people to figure they can make some money off it <laughs> yeah and that's what some of my jewish friends complain about they're trying to commercialize hanukkah now where they she was mad that they had like gnomes with you know hanukkah symbols on them and she's like this has nothing to do with our holiday <laughs> well and all the christmas a lot of the, the yeah, christmas so decoration it, christmas really. balls and things like that or yeah they don't really have much to do with the holiday Hanuk- either yeah. but it's a way to make money so yeah they figured out they can sell to another group so it's kind of interesting and then i did a little bit on diwali which is uh um hindu and buddhist and a few other religions, um, a religious holiday celebrated in India. And they have the Festival of Lights that symbolize the inner light that protects from spiritual darkness. And they have their big thing. They have a lot of different kinds of foods they had, but a lot of it were sweets. A lot of candies. delicious stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I saw some pictures. It's called a, a peanut lotto ball Ooh. and it's made with peanuts and coconut and they they um grind up the peanuts and then and in it uh, they put a jackery which I, this is something i learned here which is like a sugar cane cone it reminds me of the peleoncinos or oh, the yeah. sugar cones yeah. the mexican use except this is just it's not um they don't take out everything in it like the sugar we have, white sugar, has no nutritional value. Right, we take all the it. good stuff out. Yeah, and it has, it's like a molasses, it has vitamins, it has different things in there. Because I was looking that up to say, think, wow, that might be a good alternate to sugar for cooking. Yeah, if you want to have something you know, sweet, in, but not quite so yeah, lower diabetic. Something with it, but it's... Impact or whatever, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they said... Sugar is sugar. Stay away from it. <laughs> That's what I read from Darn, diabetics. You're so close. <laughs> but they had different, different ones. Now that sugar, <clears throat> excuse me, that the sugar kind of holds that peanut one together. It together. I guess. That sounds delicious. Though. This they had a coconut one that they mixed with condensed milk. So it reminds me of like a a truffle. Ooh yeah. But. They had, they had all kinds of different little. I wonder if they mix like chili, like hot stuff in with their sweets, like the Mexicans do, because I know they like their spicy foods well, too. 
Yeah, they like a lot of curry. So yeah, but they had different things that had that in there. Oh, I bet. Yeah. But a lot of it is, are little. They're little bites. They're little. Yeah, taste. Yeah. Take, Not yeah, like, like we would taste. eat like a whole bowl of it or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but that's that's it for me. I don't have anything else that's more you know traditional holiday meal. Well, things. while we're on the different religions, I guess I'll go into the or holidays. I'll go do the winter solstice or for pagans or. Wicca or whoever celebrates winter solstice, but um, it's also kind of a harvest festival um, type of celebration, and also like for the sun, because the sun's gonna go. We're getting into that part where your the days are gonna start getting longer again. Yeah, that's so the shortest day of the year. They yeah. start it for the. They're going to celebrate it getting longer. Yeah, yeah, so you do a lot of candles and stuff too. But um, they do a lot of stuff with apples, usually red apples, and they're often preserved in some way. So they might have whole spiced crab apples or sliced and spiced apple rings and jars, you know, to accompany their meat dishes. Um, they also use dried or fresh apples chopped up in things with nuts and stuff to fill pastries or different things that they make. Uh, lots of dried fruit platters and nuts, lots of root vegetables like turnips, onions, and potatoes, um, beets, that kind of stuff. That's things you can store well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, winter squash, um, meat for the Yule table. Well, yeah, it's, they call it Yule too for, you know, Yuletide. <clears throat> what? Oh, nothing. Oh. <laughs> just thinking, I did something on the Yule log. Oh, the what Yule log, yeah. that? I was wondering <laughs> if you were going to mention it. Um, no, I think I erased it when I did something else. But the they usually get like a domestic or sometimes wild meat, so they might have deer or they might have, you know, pig, like whatever, probably whatever you have. Um, ham and goose are classics. And they also often did like uh, the whole pig, roast the whole pig. Roast pig. Yeah, and brought out on platters. Um, they had candy canes, ribbon candy, cookies, Christmas cookies. Um, and then, of course, the Yule log cake, which is supposed to look like a log. With little mm-hmm. people decorate it with like little mushrooms or plant yeah, little, little flowers coming off meringue of mushrooms. Yeah. Um, let's see. Fruit cake is another one that's pretty common. They, you know, put the alcohol in it <laughs> and the mold wine and all that and eggnog. So it's not too different really from traditional Christmas stuff. But then, you know, Christmas borrowed a lot of things from the pagans from the when pagans, the Christians yes. took over. So, um, yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then a Yule log, like, this is what I thought was interesting, too, is, like, they have a Yule log that they actually burn mm-hmm. in the fire. And that is supposed to be a really big log that burns for the whole night. The, well, I thought it was supposed to burn for days, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, you're right. Several days. And 
Because I remember wanting to do that one year because I thought it would be interesting. But then I thought, you'd have to watch it, like, all day, all night. <laughs> you know, well, like, that's too you're hard. burning it out. Yeah, yeah, it's too dangerous. But I guess if you're, you know, celebrating in a big party scene where people are staying for seven days or whatever it is, you know. Because I think, like, when they did it in the house, they have a big log and they put it in the fire but they'd have to move the log in yeah because it was a big log so you just have to keep sliding it sliding into the it fire. in as it burns so you would have to have somebody that kept an eye on it yeah there'd have to be the person in charge of the fire on some kind of rotating yeah. <laughs> schedule <laughs> so that was kind of neat and then so then they have the cake one to represent it which maybe is what happened when people stopped wanting to <laughs> actually be at the fire yeah, well, that so, could be somebody who had money that, you know, somebody who's rich yeah. had a servant that sat there and probably some little lowly But kid. you figure <laughs> back in the day, those parties probably did go on for days, you know. Yeah, there was people, people didn't, were they, there. they came from distances. Yeah. It took a while to get there. Yeah, and they stayed up, some people stayed up late and some probably didn't. And yeah. There was always people around. Um, so I found some like interesting, just little historical stuff, and then I have some weird stuff <laughs> mixed in. But um, during the middle medieval times, um, peacock was served as the main dish for Christmas dinner. Um, they would either roast it or maybe have it in a pie, but the oh, peacock yeah. was like the center um, until I bet they did a lot of stuff with the peacock where they put the feathers back on and yeah i mean it like tail coming up yeah. right i'm sure it was very on display yes um i guess it's like the, our modern day jello molds <laughs> oh yeah the jello i can't wait to get to the jello molds and then during the 16th century henry the seventh decided to have turkey so that's when the peacock sort of went out of favor and they started having the turkey huh so that's kind of interesting um there's something called 12th cake that's you know, from what I could tell, just a normal cake that was made, but they would put one dried bean and one dried pea inside the cake. And then whoever got the piece that has the bean in it is king for the night. And whoever found the pea is the queen. Oh. So it's kind of like you slice it up and somebody gets lucky. Oh, I wonder how much, it must have been fairly often with it they'd swallow that pea without even knowing <laughs> I know. it. I was wondering too if it didn't get softened up while it was cooking but I guess if it's a dried yeah it would dried be pea, hard it wouldn't or be maybe they inserted it after it was baked too and then frosted it so you couldn't see yeah they could have um, goose pie was like a big thing for a while and it was a bird stuffed in a bird but they really shouldn't have called it just goose pie because they would also stuff um, duck, turkey, and rabbit into the goose, like one inside the other, I think. Ugh. And then kind of like, remember that turducken was like a big yeah. thing? Where you'd s just stuff things with other things? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's impressive when you cut it open. I don't see how it could be because you got the bones in there. You'd have to debone it or something. I don't know how that would be. I don't know. Yeah, it just sounds kind of, <laughs> I don't know about that. Too much that. work. Do something like that. Um, there's the Christmas Eve carp, which is big in uh, Slovakia, Poland, and uh, Czech Czechia. Am I saying that right? Czechia? Doesn't sound right. I 
I don't know. So live carbs are bought before Christmas, and you keep it in your bathtub for several days, and then you eat it. So <laughs> they have this like picture of these kids like around the bathtub watching the carp swimming around in the tub. Um, it's a symbol of good luck, and they think that they put it in the bathtub as a way to keep it fresh before, because you'd have it for a few days before yeah. Christmas. So, um, and they also. Th- claim that keeping it in the bathtub helped remove mud from the digestive tract of the carp but experts claim that it would take much longer than a couple days (laughs) (laughs) um so it's killed cleaned and soaked in milk and then they bread it and fry it and it's often served with cabbage or fish soup and the scales are often kept in the wallet of family members after christmas for good luck so I thought hmm. that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, then there's the kiviak, which is a freshly disemboweled seal that's stuffed with up to 500 small arctic birds. Oh. <laughs> it's then sewn shut and sealed with seal fat to prevent flies from getting in. Oh. <laughs> the birds are buried and left to ferment in the carcass for 3 to 18 months. What? Yeah. And it's eaten by biting off the bird's head and then sucking out the juices inside. But the birds can also be eaten whole, bones and all. Well, after a year sitting inside a seal. And it's popular, so it's popular during winter celebrations. Where is this? Um, I don't know. Is it in the northern countries it's in the, it says the arctic winter celebration so um, i'm imagining it's it's yeah. where it's pretty cold um yeah now see there's some like we were saying some things are normal for some and <laughs> yeah <laughs> we then, find it outlandish but <laughs> then there's um in greenland the christmas delicacy is matic which is whale skin with a bit of blubber inside and people say it tastes like coconut and the skin is very tough to chew, and most people just swallow it hold. Whole, not hold. It was originally um, served raw, but now they usually um, bread it and deep fry it or pickle it before they eat it. Probably because it's not hmm. safe, but it, the picture does not look appealing to is me. Is that the picture? I think it is, although I'm not sure it could be this. <clears throat> Did you already talk about this? The No. Uh, Lutefisk or Lutfisk, which is one's in Norway, one's in Sweden. It's made from aged stockfish or dried and salted whitefish and lye. It's gelatinous, smelly, and pretty nasty tasting, according to this person. <laughs> Though people love it. And it's uh, called lyefish in English. I guess that's what we would call it. So it's soaked in cold water for five or six days. And you change the water every day. Then you move it to a mix of cold water and lye for another two days or so. And this swells the fish, which reduces the protein content by 50% and making the consistency jelly-like. And nasty tasting. <laughs> According to this person. But some pe- this is from the Disgusting Food Museum oh. website, which I did not know existed. And now I can't wait to go back and look See up See what else stuff. is disgusting. Yeah. But also, like... You know, we might think it sounds disgusting, yeah. but these this is people's favorite holiday food, so it's like their version their of traditional. I don't know what would you know cranberry sauce <laughs> or you know Brussels whatever sprouted sprouted 
flavored gin. Oh, there's more. So after that, the lye-saturated fish is caustic and unedible, so it's soaked in cold water again for up to six days to render it more suitable for human consumption. Probably to get the lye out. Yeah, because I was thinking lye can't be good to eat. Well, you know, you know the corn that they put into um, menudo, they soak that in lye. Oh, really? Did you know that? I guess that breaks it down. The, Must make it, like, soft. I didn't know that. I don't like yeah. menudo, though. No. So I don't really eat it. But it does. It helps break down the shell. That's interesting. And it says um, when eating or cooking it, you have to... Um, it has to be immediately washed off the plates or it'll just, like, ruin them. <laughs> and it'll glue on like you if you cook fry it you have to wash the frying pan immediately or it'll just be permanently stuck to it like you'll never get it off and you also can't use sterling silver because it will permanently corrode it if it comes into contact so you have to use stainless steel but you're gonna eat that like that could be good many, for your stomach how many people still do that it seems like a lot of work for one for one yeah yeah for something that that sounds stuff. like it might kill you. Eat through your <laughs> like stomach. Eat through your intestines. Um, there's something called le- lechon from the Philippines, which is just basically a pig. Um, they take they take the pig and they take the hair um, off by singeing it or scalding it, and then they open the belly. And then remove the intestines and just like pack it full of herbs and seasoning. And rub the skin with coconut water, milk, or soy sauce. And then they roast over coal on a spit for up to five hours. And apparently Anthony Bourdain had it and said it was the best pig he's ever had. So Hmm. must be pretty good. It sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good. And um, let's see. Holodets or hol- holod means okay. Holodets holod means cold in Russian, and this is a meat jelly. They make it by cooking pork parts like bone, skin, and cartilage, or with bone, skin, and cartilage, so legs, ears, and hooves. They cook that, and then they add some chicken to make a soup that chills into a jelly-like texture. So it's almost like the <laughs> first version of Jello, I guess. <laughs> the Jewish Jello mold. Um, it looks kind of lumpy, and it's like a lumpy jelly chicken pork dish. Do they eat it cold? I don't know. Because I know that jelly it it gels. While I think it's it would cold, have to be it cold. Turns yeah. To liquid when it's warm. Yeah, because they chill it into a jelly-like texture. Um. This one is called Cuscas Palista. Um, I don't... Oh, it's from Brazil. Okay, so the cake is made from cornflakes or cornmeal, tomato sauce, tomato pieces, boiled egg, and canned ingredients such as peas, green corn, olives, and sardines. And it looks like it might be in a jello mold to me. It doesn't say anything about the the gelatin but the, from the picture it looks very gelatiny. <laughs> doesn't sound too good <laughs> doesn't sound good i don't know why there's some there's a lot of recipes i came across with cornflakes and gelatin and i don't really get why that's so popular but apparently 
It is. I think we've already done these. So eggnog was on this list as gross as foods. Some people a lot of people think really gross. think it's gross. Well, you know, it could be gross if you make it raw. Well, you know, homemade, a lot of times it's, it's raw. But if you don't it, mix it up enough and you get egg white. Yeah, it's it would kinda, be slimy and I've had eggnog where you get almost like a clot of something. something yeah. And it's kinda ugh. Yeah. So I can see why people don't like it. Um oh, here's the one I was talking about earlier. It's called Christmas Tinner, which is the canned Christmas dinner. So I'm gonna tell you what is on the <laughs> actual layer. So the first layer is scrambled scrambled egg and bacon. So apparently so it's, it's breakfast. It's a, like your whole meal for the what day. What kind of a tin do they put it in? Like a coffee I don't. I coffee think it's like or? a. I don't know. I think it's just like a regular can. It's a it's a video game retailer, in the UK. I guess it's for people who don't want to stop playing their games. I don't know. <laughs> the one I saw with the turkey dinner was just like a can, like a regular soup can size. But it, buy it like that? Yeah, but this, I mean, it sounds like your whole meal for the day. So scrambled eggs is the first layer. Then you get two mince pies. Then turkey and potatoes. Layer four is gravy. Layer five is bread sauce. I have no idea what that is. Layer six is cranberry sauce. Layer seven is Brussels sprouts with stuffing or broccoli with stuffing. Layer eight is roast carrots and parsnips. And then layer nine is Christmas pudding. So that's that. Got to make sure you open the can right. Yeah, you might start with dessert. Have <laughs> you eat it backwards? You must eat it out of the can. It's from for gamers? Well, they're the ones that invented it. A, re- a video game retailer. I guess it's just called Game. G-A-M-E in the UK. <laughs> and um, they started selling them in 2013. They have a, veg- a vegan and a vegetarian option. All right. It's called Game. That's the name of the company, but it's called Christmas Tinner. T-I-N-N-E-R. I gotta see if I can find a picture of this. <laughs> I, it's so like one of those things where I would love to get one just to see what it looks like or tastes like but then i'd probably have because you got to get it from the uk so you know it's going to cost a fortune uh, to ship i just it. like to see a picture <laughs> yeah just a picture you don't want to actually eat it um so now i'm gonna get into some christmas tree things that i found interesting they have the shrimp christmas tree which is where you take this is from the 1970s i guess it was a popular dinner party thing some of these were from like old magazines you know like uh good housekeeping yeah um so the shrimp christmas tree you take a styrofoam cone and i guess you wrap a mesh screen around it and then you weave sprigs of parsley around that and then you add shrimp green olives um you want to get the big green olives with the red pimento because then you get the red and the green and you like skewer them onto the tree the shrimp and the olives and so it looks like a christmas tree i saw them with like the shrimp went from the top to the bottom in a stripe and then they'd have an olive oh going around around yeah kind of going up and down but and then the parsley is sticking out in between everything to look pretty 
Did yeah. it look pretty or did it look? It, it looks old fashioned to me, but you know, yeah. the pictures are old. They're from the 1970s. So yeah. everything kind of has that weird yellow glow to it, you well, know, <laughs> and, and, like, and I could see someone doing that now. You yeah, because things dinner go thing. back. You yeah, know, and they, they go back. Make they it, change it a little bit. But... Yeah, they might make it even taller and like, yeah, you know, everything's probably going to be in chrome because everything seems to be like white and yeah, gray. Might change chrome something now. Um, then I saw a tuna tree with parsley <laughs> garland, and this one just literally looked like someone made tuna salad, maybe with just tuna and mayonnaise. And then patted it into a tree shape and then circled it with parsley going down. And then there was some weird red (laughs) thing stuck on it that was kind of big and round like a ball. But it wasn't three-dimensional. It was just like a flat circle. Like a disc? Yeah, to for the decorations. But I could not figure out what that was. Like, was it a beet? Was it a... What else is red? A rat? It wasn't a radish because it wasn't white in, the middle. white in the middle. Yeah, so I don't know what it was, but that was going around it. Um, and then there was a meat tree, which it, would they like serve it with crackers and you just like a cheese ball? Yeah, I think like a cheese ball. Like they'd have um, chips or crackers or different things. Most of them all seem to decorate with lettuce. Like you put everything on a bed of lettuce, dessert. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, main dish, whatever. Yeah, There's that lots dates of lettuce. It a lot. Yeah, that's what the <laughs> pictures were kind of like. Oh boy, that's a lot of lettuce. Um, the meat tree. You take a long loaf of unsliced bread, and you slice off one the two ends so you can stand it up straight. Okay. I don't know how they keep it standing up. That's a mystery to me because I think the bread would fall over. But I guess it would have to be nice and wide. Um, and then they, uh, you get two pounds of assorted cold cuts. And they somehow toothpick all that in. It looked real weird. <laughs> Just like <laughs> blobs of meat, lunch meat kind of like rolled in different ways coming out. And it was kind of short and stumpy tree. And then they put uh, radishes and olives around, like attached into the tree trunk too i don't know how it stayed up honestly because all that stuff's so heavy and then it's just bread in the middle i like i don't know but at least you're not eating styrofoam that's the one thing i wasn't too sure about with the shrimp was the styrofoam well you could sometimes around like thanksgiving you can buy a whole a loaf you know the whole loaf like a regular loaf of bread oh maybe that's what it sliced. was yeah and then they just they sliced off for the ends. yeah i bet that's what it was because it wasn't a very tall tree yeah it wasn't and it was kind of stumpy yeah. like short and wide and so then you just attach all your garnish with the <laughs> the radishes <laughs> with the toothpicks for decorations um the next one i saw was christmas candle salad which looked kind of cute, but was weird. So you take gelatin and you make it with the cranberry juice, so you get cranberry flavored jello, and they cut it into a star shape. And then you cut a hole into the middle of the star, um, and that's going to be your candle base. And then you take a banana, you cut the bananas, and those are your candles. So you push the banana into the circle. Okay. Right? Um, and then on the top of each banana, you put an om- in an almond. That's going to represent the, the flame. flame. And this is the part that I just couldn't get past. Then you take a little mayonnaise and dribble it around the almond and down the banana. To look like wax. To look melted. like wax. Yeah. 
I was like, oh, that just does not sound good to me. But then I'm kind of weird with mayonnaise. Like sometimes it just grosses me well, out. Well, some of that just sounds like a decoration to say, oh, look at the decorations I made out of food. Because who's going to eat that banana with mayonnaise? And I know, and I feel bad because I think about, you know, back then when you were a kid, you had to eat everything. Yeah. Like you couldn't leave the table. There was a lot of rules about food and you know, Aunt Martha <laughs> shows up with like her tuna gelatin casserole and you have to eat it and be polite. And even though nobody probably wanted it. Well, we didn't. We, you, If you didn't take it, you didn't have to eat it. Well, but in your you family. if you it, you had yeah. to eat it. But I'm sure there's some families where you had, if somebody brought something, something you had to try it. You have to eat it to be polite, right? You yeah. can't just not eat it. Yeah. So, but then, oh, I just feel bad for everybody. <laughs> I don't know. To me, tuna fish for for a holiday, this like Christmas weird. is yeah. weird. Tuna fish for maybe Fourth of July, you know, like in the summer or something. Yeah. yeah, it's a summery thing. It's not a winter. But I mean, it's in a can, and that's another thing too. Like I think canned foods were big, you know, convenient yeah. foods. Because I know when Jim was. A kid, the big thing was you could get TV dinners and they had them on Friday and they had TV dinner trays and they would watch TV while they ate the TV dinner. Like it was yeah, a big, it was a big thing. I don't it know was... if it was Fridays. I'm just, I'm thinking it was Fridays, but yeah. So well, we'd had it on Fridays. Yeah, we'd have that. It would be the boil in the bag. Oh yeah, the or, boil in the bag meat. Well, we used to get this fish one, which was actually pretty good. It had different kinds of fish sticks and breaded shrimp and fries Ooh, it was all in good. one thing and you just put it in the oven and yeah and then you it. can eat it yeah and that wasn't too bad but the tv dinners in the tray were not good <laughs> yeah so and they're not real and like people don't really want to eat them now that much it's sort of a it was a convenience of it because yeah. it wasn't the mom cooking all morning you know, right all day it really make a good helped meal. moms for sure yeah. like have some free time which i'm sure they needed um, but yeah, so I'm just thinking that a lot of this stuff too kind of stems from that. Like the gelatin must have been a big new thing that everybody was doing. <laughs> There's just so yeah. many jello mold recipes. Um, frozen fruitcake salad, which I thought this one sounded pretty good actually. You have candied fruit, bananas, pineapple, walnuts, vanilla, lemon juice, whipped dessert, dessert topping, whipped dessert topping. <laughs> this sound right. Um, Sugar, walnuts, sour cream, and then you mix it all and then freeze it. And I think they froze it in a bunt pan. Everything had to be in, in a, a bunt pan. pan. Um, that but sounds that like ambrosia. Good. Yeah, like they I would definitely eat that. And then yeah. you just freeze it and then you let it sit out for like a few minutes before you serve it. Yeah. Probably enough to melt so you can cut it. Yeah, so it wasn't too hard. Um, this one... <laughs> It's called Noel Glazed Ham, and I guess it was in the 1967 Family Circle magazine. Um, and I don't know if this recipe came from here, but there's a website called Vintage Recipe Cards that has a lot of these recipes from the 19... whatevers, you know, <laughs> <laughs> early on. Yeah. And so if you want to go there and check that out, it's kind of entertaining too. And they have pictures. A lot of them will have pictures from the magazine itself. So you can see how it was, you know, displayed or whatever in the magazine. Um, but so this is baked ham that's basically frosted with gelled mayonnaise. 
Um, I didn't write down all the directions because honestly it was making me feel kind of queasy. <laughs> but there was a lot of steps with the baked ham. They said it took like two days to make or something. You had to do all these things with the ham. And that was then, a canned ham, right? I don't think it was. Oh, it was a regular it, ham? Because, well, it might have been a canned ham. It was shaped like a round can. It probably was a canned, canned ham, ham. But it was a lot of steps, like strangely, that you had to do because the lady that wrote about it said that she tries some of these recipes but she wasn't doing this one because it sounded gross and also took too much time and she didn't understand why it had to take so long but then you take so you take the gelled mayonnaise which is like jello and mayonnaise somehow mixed together and you frost the ham with it so it looks like snow I guess and then they had little almost look like frosting decorations on it of some kind then could I guess been, you just slice it. I guess they could have cut things out of vegetables or whatever. Yes, but it looked more like, you know, when you have like a the frosting tips and you make little oh, flower looking yeah. thing, kind of like that. They um, could have used the frosting tip. That could have Yeah, I think they did do. something <laughs> like that to make it look festive. And then you serve it cold. Um. There was another one called snow cap ham, which was kind of the same idea, but deviled ham, the canned deviled ham. Um, you took that out and kind of shaped it into a mountain shape, because <laughs> maybe a Christmas tree, I don't know. And um, you frosted it with a blend of cream cheese, sour cream, and mustard, and then that was served with chips. Hmm. And that was supposed <laughs> to look like snow, the snow cap on the ham. And there was one called turkey fruit salad, which sounded gross because I was picturing fruit salad with turkey in it, but it really just looked like chicken salad, you know, like, oh, you know, yeah, you mayonnaise might with some fruit in apples it. or something. Yeah, that, 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 it didn't sound bad at all, but the bad. name kind of threw me off. Um, and then I just have one last little thing that I found. That I kind of want to get to. I, I wish I had lots of extra money to blow <laughs> on these like candies and things to try. But um, this one's called the Peppermint Pig. And it's from Saratoga Springs, New York. And um, the story goes that there was a chef who invented peppermint pigs in the 1880s. Because people wanted um, marzipan candies from Europe. But they were really hard to get. Like they just couldn't get them. Uh -huh. Get them in stock or whatever. And so he made these peppermint pigs, and they became super popular. But then during World War II, um, they had to stop making them because there was the sugar shortage. So they kind of just went out of popularity. And then in 1988, a candy maker named Mike Fitzgerald started making them again. So now they're like a big thing in this in Saratoga <laughs> Springs. Um, so you buy your pig and it's like a pink peppermint candy pig and it comes with um a little bag that you stick it in and it has a little mallet that you're gonna hit the pig with to break it up and um you can buy once you have the mallet in the bag you can just buy a pig you don't have to buy the whole kit to go with it but um after dinner after christmas dinner the family sits around the table and plate puts the pig inside the bag and then each person has to hit the pig with a mallet and it breaks up the peppermint candy. Oh, so it's kind of like the hard peppermint hard candy, right? Like Yeah, it's like a hard it looks like a 
pig, pig, pig but it's like a hard peppermint yeah, like candy. Um, and then each during your turn, when you're the one that's going to whack the pig, you tell a story of good fortune from the past year. So you tell whatever good thing happened to you, and you hit the pig. And then after everybody has their turn, the pieces are shared, and that's supposed to usher in a new year of happiness and prosperity. Well, that sounds like a yeah. cute little tradition. To do. I wanted I want to get one, but they're like twenty five. 99 or something oh, to get the pig in the yeah, mallet to get it sent yeah i think if you lived there you could get a pig for like 13 dollars yeah. if you already have the mallet and everything but i still kind of want to do it so i might <laughs> so i thought it would be fun to try it after yeah. on christmas and after peppermint dinner peppermint after a meal is supposed to be good for your digestion <laughs> yes so. i don't i don't know with all the other food stuffed in there <laughs> Well, as long as it's not Jello and tuna. <laughs> oh God, I know. <laughs> so the Jello tuna one, it, so they put it's like a Jello with tuna in it. I still yeah. can't picture this. I think I just let me see. I did. I think I might actually skip that because it was, yeah, vegetable and tuna gelatin. So it had gelatin tuna salad, which I think maybe means lettuce and celery, and then it was just well, tuna salad is like chicken salad or you know the but it doesn't say tuna salad it says tuna comma salad salad yeah and then and celery and then it's put in the jello mold and all of it yeah all that stuff and then you mix it in in the jello put it in your bunt pan i guess and then oh yum yum (laughs) yeah it just sounds not good to me at all this is all Oh, I missed this one too. Jellied confetti chicken, 1950s. It has mixed vegetables, mayonnaise, chicken, and lemon juice with gelatin. And then you top it with heavy cream so it looks like snow. So that instead of tuna, you got chicken. Oh, you could inter- you could probably put ham and do it too. But I'm what's sure. with the jello? Like, why? I mean, it sounds good if you just took the jello out. <laughs> yeah. Because that's such a weird texture to the jelly right it's all slippery i don't know and then you have a chunk of chicken and then some mayonnaise and and the salad is weird it's um there's on tiktok there's a a young man on there I gotta talk about him because I just love watching. No, what him. is his name? I Dylan. Wish... It's oh, Dylan, Dylan. But yeah. we'll have to look it up and put it on here so people can. If they yeah, because he makes all those old recipes. Oh yeah, he gets all these old cookbooks and and things, and he tr- tests them, and some of them come out. He's amazed that they come out and taste good, but there's some of them that, and it. I think he did one of those tuna gelatin. Oh, he did. I yeah, gotta look he for did that one. one like that. That's so funny. At least I think it was that, but it, whatever it was, it didn't sound good, and, and he did not like it. <laughs> <laughs> but he's very funny, and um, I just love listening to him. I, I, I can sit there and just laugh and laugh. <laughs> yeah, I've saved a couple, too, because they sounded so good, like the avocado cake and a couple yeah. other recipes he's had. Oh, he did the tomato soup cake one, and I've had that. My aunt made that one time, yeah. and it was pretty good. I've had, like, the tomato soup bread, which is probably the same, same thing. thing. Like, yeah. banana bread is kind of like cake. Yeah. But, yeah, some of those are really funny. But a lot of it is too, true, and I've got a couple of those little old cookbooks where the companies would come out with it. 
yeah. with these recipes using their products. And right. And that's some, where the jello molds. Sometimes they're up. really reaching, like, you know. Yeah. Like, we got to come up with something new. It's like, you got to be out of your mind. Think anyone's going to like it? But people <laughs> made it. And then these were in Good Housekeeping magazine. So yeah. it wasn't like a weird fad that, you know, some strange people in a little it's, corner of some state did. It was, uh, you know, mainstream, like, you know, this was probably to be, you wanted to be seen bringing the jello mold. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and, and they catered to that because remember Tupperware had different things. Oh, all the like different that. shapes you could do and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. You could buy the, the molds and. Oh. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that would be, if you want to do a throwback Christmas, get yourself some jello molds pronto. <laughs> Stick anything you want in it, really. Yeah, I don't know if I could. It's like the kitchen soup, uh, kitchen sink soup, or whatever. Or you know, when you clean out your your refrigerator to make soup, you just put it in Jello instead. But and and I have had some, and I'm sure everyone else has had some good um, desserts made with Jello. Yeah, like I've had Jello molds that you know the ones that have like cream and stuff mixed in is pretty good. Fruit cocktail in a Jello molds kind of eh. Yeah, it's better with with good, you know. You gotta have good fruits. ingredients. But yeah. you know, even fruit cocktail, if it's a good, not a mushy cocktail, you know. Yeah, if it's not canned fruit cocktail yeah. mixed in with the Jello, which yeah. I think is what happens. Yeah, it's quick and easy. Quick and easy. That's what they were looking for. Yeah, because I think I've had one with pineapple too, and something that was. It's not shaped like a Jello mold either, though. It's just mixed together. Mixed together, like they put this one with a. They do that with Cool Whip and, and yeah. marsh, mini marshmallows and oh yeah cherries or something. Yeah, that one's and pretty it's, good. It's pretty good. I think that's yeah. the Ambrosia one. Not to knock Jello or anything. It's not like yeah. I'm anti-Jello. I just don't want to eat tuna in my Jello or chicken. <laughs> I don't think either. No, yeah. I don't think so. Because a lot of times it was not a Jello, like gelatin plain yeah it's either. just plain gelatin but some of them that was actually a fruit flavored jello oh like there's like we're gonna take lime jello and put this tuna in it yeah yeah that's thinking weird. it'll be like fresh lime or <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah i don't think that would be too good sometimes you don't want your fruit and savory mixing <laughs> no a little bit of fresh fruit with with savory is good i've had different things like that but not you know What's your, what's your probably like one thing you can't not have for Christmas for food? Like what's the big thing for Christmas? Yeah. That you don't want to miss out on. There's nothing. I, I, it's been so many years since we've had traditional meals for, but is there like a certain, I don't know. Cause like for me, I like to have at least a couple Andy's candies. Cause I used to always get those from Santa in my stocking. Yeah. And. For a while there, I liked those orange chocolate, chocolate yeah. oranges. Those were like Christmas, tasted like Christmas. Christmas yeah. Um, but I don't know. I was trying to think what could I, what what's the one thing I want every year? Yeah, well, I I, I can't have any of that stuff. It's <laughs> yeah, been right. A long, it's been you know quite a while now, so I don't. Even you don't even think, think about, about it. it. Yeah. Um, but it used to be probably the pies, pumpkin pie. Yeah, the pies. You know, and the cookies. Yeah, oh, we used I to do what. all the cookies. 
Those raisin cookies. Oh, yeah. Meme's raisin cookies. Yeah. That used to be, we always had those for the holidays. Yeah. I still make those, but Remember? it's hard because I love them too much. <laughs> I want to eat them all. We made magic bars one year. You were oh, little. Oh, yeah. I think you were probably, I don't know how old. You were three, maybe? I remember it, though. Because yeah. I got sick. You got sick. And it wasn't from the magic bars. It was you no, got stomach but bug. No, but it took me a long time to be able to eat magic bars. I think like literally like five years ago maybe. Yeah. So I'm 47. So like 40 <laughs> before I could get past it and try them again and, and realize, oh, they're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. They're too sweet for me though. I really can't yeah. eat that much of them. Yeah. I think that's the only time I ever made them. I don't remember ever making them. Yeah. Well, you probably knew I wasn't going to eat them. You weren't going to eat them. No. <laughs> I know. I think about that with the kids. What are they going to eat? Because if they don't eat it, I'll eat it. You know? Yeah. It's like the raisin cookies are my, I love those, but not everybody else does. So then I end up eating more than I should. That's the one I don't understand because a lot of people are like that. It's just a raisin cookie. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the best tasting raisin cookie. They're so good because they're like crisp when you first get them. And then over time, they just get really soft and they're delicious both ways. I don't know. Yes. They're so good. They're so good. Yeah. But also, I eat too many. Too many. Yeah, I haven't made those. Well, they used to tell myself, well, they're healthy. They're (laughs) they're raisin. (laughs) And then you really think about how much sugar is in them. Yeah, Yeah, because they were sweet. It's just like the pumpkin pie. I'm like, well, it's healthy. It's pumpkin. (laughs) Yeah, but that one is, I think, is You can't cut down on the sugar. Yeah. Yeah. We have done that. But the cookies, I don't like to mess with the recipe because it has to taste the same. In fact, we don't even follow it exactly because Meme didn't put the milk on top or there's something that you do where you press the spoon down and... Yeah, you dip the spoon in the, the milk nuts. and put it on the top. supposed to add nuts. Yeah, she didn't... She crossed out nuts. She yeah, didn't so put we don't put those there. in. And then she used margarine and I oh, made them right. with butter and they did not taste as good. <laughs> they don't taste quite the same. And you had thought, that's weird. It should taste better, but it, it wasn't It's because you have that memory and you want it to taste like you remember. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we have gone through different... Remember when we used to make those chocolate-covered well, yeah, candies? Yeah, the chocolate candies. We did that for several years. We'd give yeah. them out as gifts. And the fudgy bonbons. Oh, yeah. The fudgy bonbons. Yeah. And then we have the Chex Mix. Chex Mix is a big thing, yeah. My sister took that over. That's probably... That probably now would be my thing. The one thing you don't want to yeah. miss. Actually, that'd be one of mine, too. I didn't think of it right away. I didn't either. But it's been tradition that... Yeah, we have mother started. Yeah, it's cool that we're still doing it. Yeah, we all like that. I like to hoard it. <laughs> yeah. Well, my sister's taken over some like the pistachios. She gives everybody pistachios because we used to get pistachios. Yeah. Because I remember just I would sit in bed reading <laughs> and eating the pistachios. That was one of my favorite things. Yeah. A- after Christmas. Yeah. So fun yeah see there's all that i've forgotten a lot of that yep well hopefully i won't forget it i forget stuff too (laughs) (laughs) but i think that's about it i don't have anything else no i don't think i do either though next week i don't think we should talk about food at all we've talked about food so much lately (laughs) i'm really done with the food talk for sure yeah so Anyway, I guess that's it. <laughs> yep. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Oh, and if you want to contact us or 
Um, follow us. You can find us at Gardy Lou Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Or you can email us at GardyLoupod at gmail.com. And um, if you can follow us on whatever uh, platform you listen to podcasts on, whether it's like Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or any of those, Spotify, I think we're on there too. Give us a follow. It really helps. Thanks. Yeah. And we're always welcome or always like to hear feedback. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Oh. Got it, Lou!